when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Previously, on My Dad Wrote a Porno. Surely Belinda has Stockholm Syndrome too, because she had a great old time in the maze. Yeah. And loved the Duchess. Pot kettle, Belinda. People in glass houses shouldn't shag in mazes, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then they started to kiss me all over, and eventually, one of them called Kevin started to lick my pussy. Another, called Danny... (laughs) Massaged my tits, and a third called Sean kissed my ass. <laughs> kissed my ass. Kiss my ass, Sean. And speaking of which, interrupted Belinda, how did you lose your hair? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Belinkers. It's that time again. I'm here with James and Alice. Hi, guys. How have your weeks been? Good. Hollow without a bit of Belinda in my life. I'm glad we're back in the flow, though. It feels like there was a long time where we were without new material from Rocky. And now everyone has got their calendar set. Monday's porno day. Sorted. It's like the end of Lent. It's great. <laughs> yeah. We are just binging on porn. <laughs> I can't wait to get back into the book. So how did we think the first chapter went, guys? It didn't disappoint, put it that yeah. way. I was, I, was, I was pretty pleased. Mainly with your singing, to be honest. I'm mortified by that. I'm so sorry because also I didn't even know the words, so I was just kind There's of a like, lot of humming. Yeah, humming. It, it wasn't you said it was singing. a well-known ditty, and then knew <laughs> only the title words. I've subsequently re-listened to my parents' recording of it. It's something about the old mountain time, is uh, one of the lyrics. It's just such a beautiful sound; it almost doesn't need words. So, are you guys ready then? Yeah, let's let's go. Belinda Blink Two, Chapter Two, Amsterdam. <laughs> doesn't get better with time. That makes it sound like the plane's going down the way you say it. I think it's more to meant to be like Amsterdam. Oh, just oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. terribly sorry. Try again. Amsterdam. <laughs> That's my street. Wonderful. It's a street as I go. Have you got your passport, Al? Boarding pass ready. She won't get through security. <laughs> you think Belinda will? A zinc line case with a massive dildo in it. Surely that's on the list of things that's dangerous to carry in hand luggage. That's going to set everything off. That screams hold luggage. <laughs> check it. For goodness sake, check it. She needs to check it. Before she wrecks it. <laughs> Seatbelt light on. Ooh. Extra legroom seat, please. <laughs> Mile high club. Mile high club. Potentially oh she's going to be in the Mile high <gasps> club. Oh God. She'll literally just do it in the aisle or in a seat. On the trolley, do you think? <laughs> yeah. She'd just recline a seat. She'd be like, here we go. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Belinda Blink 2, Chapter 2, Amsterdam. Sorry, just before we start, in the way that he's done with Paddy O'Hamlin, for example, drawn on Irish stereotypes, 
Um, like heritage, please. Sorry, heritage. Uh, I feel like there's going to be loads of Dutch kind of, you know, they'll all be clogs, wearing clogs. Yeah. Carrying um, tulips. Windmills. Yeah, exactly. The works. Okay. I and I can't wait. There's definitely going to be something on a bike. Well, she is the office bicycle, so. <laughs> the tyres of the city jet squealed only once as Belinda touched down at Schiphol Airport. City jet? What is a city jet? That's not an airline, is it? He's thought... I don't want to give any airtime to a proper airline. <laughs> because we could get a huge sponsorship deal. Why exactly. give it away for free? He doesn't want to say easy, Jet. Well, now so you've said it. Great. You've oh, blown it. Okay. There's 200 mil down the drain. <laughs> Stavros will be on to you, or whatever his name was. Stelios. Stelios. Stavros. <laughs> so cool. City Jet. And I just want to say, there's actually a comma after the word City Jet. So it really should read, the tyres of the City Jet... Squealed only once as Belinda touched down at the Schiphol Airport. Please read it as it's written. We'll never get through it if you do, actually. Yeah, seriously. I'm saving you a world of pain here. It was a textbook landing, and Belinda hoped it was a good omen. <laughs> a textbook landing? If it's not a textbook landing, you've crashed. You've gone very, very wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was a textbook landing, and Belinda hoped it was a good omen for her short trip. After collecting her lone suitcase from the baggage hall... What, it was the only one on the uh, the it's a chartered flight. It's a private jet. Brackets. Was everyone travelling light these days? Who cares? <laughs> None of your business. It's a comment on us not wanting to spend on checked luggage, everyone using their hold. I don't think there's ever been a flight where yours is the only bag on the carousel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, how long she's there for that she's got to check luggage? Oh, it's the zinc line case, isn't it? It's ah, of course. Oh, yeah. It goes with her everywhere. It's her spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> She's clearly been fannying around, literally, literally, and everyone's gone and collected their bags and left, and she's like, mine's the only one on the carousel, and it's like, no, you probably shagged a flight attendant, and that took some time, and now yours is the only one left. You've been spritzing gin and tonic all over yourself. Not included on that flight. Paid extra for it, <laughs> Or she was just stood in a corner thinking about how textbook the landing was. Like. <laughs> for 38 minutes. <laughs> yeah. After collecting her lone suitcase from the baggage hall, was everyone travelling light these days? She made her way to the airport exit. A short fat man with a sign saying Blumenthal <laughs> was leaning against one of the pillars. He's going to get some. Yeah. Short and fat, that's how she likes them. A wary Belinda approached him and asked the obvious question. The obvious question in chapter one, book one was, when are you going to fuck me? So I'm really scared about what the obvious question is here. <laughs> A wary Belinda approached him and asked the obvious question. <laughs> Are you waiting for me? <laughs> what? There's a sign with your name on it. And she's Belinda. the only one there, apparently. Look alive, Belinda. Jesus. If you're from Steel's Pots and Pans and you're called Blumenthal, then yeah. Well, yes, because that's how the system works. <laughs> I write the name of the person I'm picking up. Then you approach if you're that person, and then we leave together. She's the worldwide sales director of a pots and pans company, and she can barely get in a cab. <laughs> well, well don't co- try and do it in a Heathrow, for God's sake. I was going to say, she's not used to getting in a cab. <laughs> the fare's too low. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yes, I'm Belinda Blumenthal, and I've got a 4pm appointment with your purchasing director, Mr. Robbins. He's the cab driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the PA. <laughs> He doesn't what? work for the company. He's just a cab driver. Her Uber rating is plummeting by the second. He's like, what an idiot. People don't want this idle chit-chat. You've got a 4pm appointment, Belinda. Get in the bloody car. <laughs> I have a 4pm appointment with your purchasing director, Mr. Robbins. New character. Mm-hmm. New character alert. Ding, ding, ding. Good. And yes, you have. 
Let me take your bags and follow me to the car. Get in the car. <laughs> He's blagging it. He's like, yes, you do. I don't know. Yeah, give a shit. Humouring her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, just get in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might I say a word of welcome to the company? What fantastic breasts and legs you have. What? Oh. It's not how you Alice, I love that every single time you seem so shocked. But it's that, a cab it's driver who clearly doesn't work for the company that she's got the appointment at. <laughs> so he's not going to be welcoming her to the company, number one. Number two, yes, you can welcome me to the company, but don't comment on my breasts and legs. Like, that's not a green light for that. Do you think they put that on a banner at the welcome party? <laughs> you have fantastic breasts. Welcome to Holland. <laughs> Some poor bastards have got, you've got a lovely personality. <laughs> yeah. You're a consummate professional. She'll never get that one. <laughs> never. Although in this world, Belinda smiled back at him, wondering if she could show a bit of nipple as a sign of appreciation. Is that what you do? I mean, is that a Dutch thing? Also, what's a bit of nipple? Is it like a little side bit of the areoli? Or do you just make a kind of circle, like a A-OK sign around the nipple, and then you're just seeing the centre? Yeah, the little pointy bit. Yeah. Mm. Gross. The actual rivet, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> There's enough of it. Belinda smiled back at him, wondering if she should show a bit of nipple as a sign of appreciation. Were all Dutch men as forward as this? Let's bloody hope not. Let's hope so. I want some action. Oh, it's so gross and 80s, though. They're not in the car what? yet. Having sex? <laughs> well, that. I know I haven't since the 80s. No, more just like, I don't feel like... A cab driver now would pick you up from the airport and go, nice tits, nice legs, love. Do you want anything putting in the boot? That wasn't a euphemism. Can I just stress we're still not in the car? And I feel like the moment we get <laughs> in the car... Is the meter running? Oh, fuck. Can I, I, I stress like the... that you're getting really stressed out about her not being in the car? James is so tight. He's just thinking, I hope this is on expenses. <laughs> I hope the worker paid for this. Also, I feel like once we get in the car, we'll then skip like five hours and we'll get straight to the... When James gets a cab, he doesn't wait for them to stop. He's like, keep moving. I'll just get in <laughs> yeah. as you slow Open down. Open the door. <laughs> 30 minutes later... Come on. Vindicated James Cooper. There you go. I feel like I deserve a round of applause. That's something or whatever. Or a bit of nip at least. Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's your appreciation. Oh, lovely. 30 minutes later, they pulled into a reserved parking space outside a nondescript but very old building in the canal district of Amsterdam. It's all canal That would be Amsterdam then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's famously the city of Amsterdam. She adjusted her brassiere making sure she covered her wonderful nipples. Which... <laughs> That's what the brassiere does for you. What was it doing before? Just hanging down? She will wear it backwards so it just covers the shoulder blades. Which the chauffeur had been inspecting during the drive. Keep your eyes on the road. He'd been inspecting the brassiere? No, or the nipples. Nips. So she's pulling up her brassiere. Or down. Oh, let's not get into the mechanics of the bra again. Adjusted. She adjusted her brassiere, which the chauffeur had been inspecting during the drive and pulled her blouse back over her breasts. She didn't really want to create a bad first impression with all of Peter's staff. So she shagged him. <laughs> the high Dutch gables overlooked the very famous Herengracht, or Gentleman's Canal. <laughs> Sorry, Herengracht is Dutch for Gentleman's Canal? I think it probably is. He seems to have done his research Why on this. Why has got so much lingo in there? Has he spent time there? He has been. I've been with him. Did you see the Herengracht of the... We had some lovely crepes. Wonderful. Delightful. Let's see if they make an appearance. <laughs> oh. Her <laughs> breasts hung like crepes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Duchess's breasts. I know, I was just thinking crepes that. Crepes Like a flat in. pancake. Ooh. Bit of Nutella. We haven't had chocolate body paint yet, but I really would not put it past him. <laughs> so they're overlooking the very famous Herengracht 
or Gentleman's Canal. Very famous. We've all heard of it. The Herengracht. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and, in Amsterdam, yeah. Yeah, and listeners, if I am pronouncing that incorrectly, please get in touch. In a past life, it was obviously a merchant's warehouse, but today it had been converted to the exclusive head office of Peter Rouse's international company, where only the executive directors were quartered. The driver opened the car door and Belinda stepped out, making sure he saw... <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't linger there. <laughs> <laughs> making sure he saw a long length of thigh with just a peak of thong. And thank the driver once again. A peak of thong? Peak of thong. A peak of thong. She strode boldly across the pavement and entered through the antique wooden double doors. Drink. Oh, antique. Yeah. yeah. The driver had been instructed to take her suitcase to the upmarket Ambassade Hotel, just a few minutes' walk away from the offices. Here, Peter Rouse had reserved one of their exclusive presidential rooms. Presidential? <gasps> For the First Lady Belinda. <laughs> the First Lady of Pots and Pans. <laughs> their exclusive presidential rooms for her use during her short trip. Belinda walked across the reception and passed her business card to the pretty blonde lady who was behind the desk. Why? Do you think Belinda just wanders around, just handing out business cards I mean, down that's, the street? That, that is how she's climbed this slippery slope of business. She's handing out a business card to everyone she meets. If I had business cards, though, I would give them out all the time. <laughs> Rocky's just bought some business cards. Has he? Are they generic ones? Do they even have his name on? They've got more than his name, Alice. What? what have they got on them? I'll wait for him to give you one tomorrow. <laughs> how about we'll Instagram it okay. after this episode goes cool. out? Are they a strong look? Is the design oh, it's, strong? It's, it's, it's beautiful. I feel like it's going to have pomegranates or... Oh, James, Songs? you, you what wish. If, what if it's an actual v- picture of a vagina? It's like Rocky, you've just gone to Is it in far. the shape of a vagina? <laughs> the card. The novelty like shape, a yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look out for that on Instagram. Belinda walked across to reception and passed her business card to the pretty blonde lady who was sat behind the desk. Belinda studied her as she operated the computer. Operating the computer? What is it, like the Enigma machine or something? It's Windows 95, isn't it? <laughs> it definitely is. Belinda studied her as she operated the computer. She reckoned she was about 36 and a natural blonde. (laughs) (laughs) The outline of her tight ass peeked out from a knee-length business skirt. Was she operating the computer with her back to her? (laughs) And also peeked out. How short is her skirt? Was it sagging underneath? And how low is the desk that she's working on? Assless chaps? Like, what's she wearing? Peeked out. (laughs) Think about it, Rocky. The outline of a tight ass peeked out from a knee-length business skirt. And the legs looked half decent. Half decent, that's like yeah. from ankle to knee, good. <laughs> from knee to thigh, crap. <laughs> I have an appointment with Dr. Robbins at 4pm, Belinda informed the receptionist. She replied by confirming, Miss Blumenthal of Steel's Pots and Pans. Belinda grimaced. What? She just couldn't get used to that corny name of her parent company. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. It's not of, that corny. Of all of her problems, yeah, I really feel like Steel's Pots and Pans name is the least of them. But also, if you grimace every time they say the name of your company, you're not giving off a great vibe, are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not a great ambassador for your company. Belinda grimaced. She couldn't get used to the corny name of her parent company. Yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was all in the delivery. <laughs> Uh, for everyone listening, Jamie kind of rolled his eyes. He really embodied that. <laughs> oh, she's livid at the whole thing. Yes, that's me. <laughs> so much sass. Is she painting her fingernails well, at the same time? It is Amsterdam. Thank you. Please follow me. 
we'll take the elevator to the first floor and I'll sign <laughs> you in at that stairs, point. you lazy bitch. That's why your legs are half decent. <laughs> I hate it when people do that at work. They get in the lift, they go, one floor. So annoying. So annoying. Is that why she's got withered, withered bottom of the legs? <laughs> yeah, because she never uses them. She goes from a chair to the lift and back again. She probably stays in the chair. <laughs> so much judgment. <laughs> we'll take the elevator to the first floor and I'll sign you in at that floor's reception. Sorry about all the security, but we do get the occasional terrorist threat from time to time. What? As we're a pretty high-profile company. Pots and pans are... <laughs> Famously a target for Target terrorists. number one on the How ISIS How do we really list? get the heart of the country? Don't let them boil things. <laughs> That's the last time you'll fry an egg. <laughs> Want to make pasta? Don't think so. <laughs> oh, what? Don't have a microwave and want to reheat those beans? I don't think so, sweetheart. <laughs> Al-Qaeda has been doing it all wrong. Oh, my goodness. We should call John Lewis right now. <laughs> Warn them. Sorry about all the security, but we do get the occasional terrorist threat from time to time, as we're a pretty high-profile company. Dr. Robbins has been notified you're in the building. Belinda walked across the lift, glancing at the gently swinging rear end in front of her. <laughs> swinging? Sounds like her ass is half-decent <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> swinging ass. Sounds like a pendulum on a clock. <laughs> it's a grandfather clock. Belinda walked across the lift, glancing at the gem... Across the lift? How big's the lift? Also, why is her ass swinging while she's in the lift? <laughs> That's very odd. Belinda walked across the lift, glancing at the gently swinging rear end in front of her. Belinda felt a twang deep between her <laughs> own long legs. Twang? Bow! Bow, A full chord. Oh my God, it's like one of our stings. Bow! Is it like when in Clarissa Explains It All when Sam came up with a laugh? I do beg your pardon, that was just a twang between my own long legs. <laughs> also, how is it reverberating so much? Jeez. What's going on in this lift? There's so much activity. Why are we not in the meeting yet? Belinda felt a twang deep between her own long legs. She pursed her lips and blew a quick kiss, which she knew the receptionist couldn't possibly see. Then what's the point? Yeah. Stop being a weirdo. What a mental. However, unluckily for Belinda, she turned around at that precise <gasps> moment. Oh, oh this is so embarrassing. Okay. The blonde blushed, the lift chimed, and the doors opened. <laughs> and Belinda twanged. Perfect synchronicity. The journey to the first floor was uneventful. It wasn't a journey. <laughs> Still going to the first floor. Jesus. And it was eventful. I was going to say, just kissed her. Or kissed at her. The journey to the first floor was uneventful, apart from the creaking and straining of the 1930s era lift. Oh. Then the lift suddenly shuddered to a halt. Oh. And the lights dimmed to half power. <gasps> oh no, they're stuck. Belinda thought it was possibly a power cut. Surely not a terrorist attack. <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> but they've done everything they can to keep that from happening. Also, again, terrorist attack, dimming the lights in a lift. <laughs> Let's make it really difficult to see on that slow journey from the ground to the first. Let's reduce their power bills. Come on, guys. <laughs> The blonde looked at Belinda and said, Don't be worried. These old lifts do this all the time. The doors will open in a few minutes. She then started to remove her jacket. And blouse. It does get hot in here very quickly. You may want to do the same. It's kind of the Mile High Club. It's kind of the 50-yard-off-the-ground club. Yeah, it's not quite as exciting, is it? Belinda followed suit, 
And unfastened her blouse. Why does she ever fasten her blouse? She might as well just leave it open. It's never done up. But also, the blonde removed her jacket. Why is Belinda stripping off her blouse? Because she's <laughs> presumptuous Penelope. She always <laughs> presumes people want to have a glance at her melons, Good. doesn't she? Ogle at a pomegranate. <laughs> presumptuous Penelope. <laughs> Let me help you with that, the blonde receptionist said. She doesn't need help. She expertly undid the rest of Belinda's blouse and uncoupled her bra. Uncoupled? What is, that? is that the terminology? Uncoupled? What, consciously uncoupled? What, like Gwyneth and Chris? <laughs> is it just in two halves and it just comes apart? No, very much no. I think Belinda's breasts are consciously uncoupled, aren't they? <laughs> Belinda's tits fell out. The fell blonde out. lady gasped. Gasped? <laughs> <laughs> you have exceptional breasts, Belinda. She gasped because they were so exceptional. May I call you that? Belinda? You've got Belinda. a face full of her boobs. Yeah, of course you can call her Belinda. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope that's not too forward. <laughs> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash my dad. You have exceptional breasts, Belinda. May I call you that? Only if you tell me your name and let me see your naked ass, replied Belinda, smiling. Always a caveat, isn't there? <laughs> Always a little caveat. What you can think? call me my name <laughs> if you show me your ass. <laughs> normally it's my lady, isn't it? Oh yeah, my lady. She doesn't like me called Belinda. I wonder what her name's going to be. I feel like it'll be Gert. Oh, something, something Dutch, you think? Oh, yeah, something Dutch. I'm Christina, and oh. here's my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> I'm going to start using that. I'm Christina, and here's my ass. <laughs> that is too funny. Christina quickly pulled down her skirt and knickers and bent over to allow Belinda to rub <laughs> her tits over her ass cheek. <laughs> Very obliging, isn't it? <laughs> Rub her tits over. <laughs> like an exotic dance on her ass. Whipped her pants right off, didn't she, Christina? Without another nod. Also, that swinging ass all over Belinda's oh. breasts. I'm Christina. Brilliant. And here's my ass. I'm Christina, 
And here's my ass. <laughs> Christina quickly pulled down her skirt and knickers and bent over to allow Belinda to rub her tits over her ass cheeks. To allow her? Like she knew that was what was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. They I know coordinated what's schedules. <laughs> what do you think Christina's like? What is she doing? Look, but do not touch or rub bits of your body against it, please. So she bent over to allow Belinda to rub her tits over her ass cheeks. Can I just say, what if the lift suddenly started again and Belinda's like, wait, <laughs> and the door's open? She doesn't care, does she? If, that, if the door's open, Belinda just wouldn't even apologise. Dr. Robbins is going to get quite a shock. I think it's what Belinda's secretly hoping for. Is, is he a doctor of pots and pans? I mean, what? God knows, Alice. <laughs> what, is, what is he? I don't think he'll be a gynaecologist. <laughs> Everyone else seems to be. God knows he'll try. <laughs> Apart from Rocky. <laughs> She pulled down her skirt and knickers and bent over to allow Belinda to rub her tits over her ass cheeks. In doing so, Belinda grasped Christina's tits. Christina stood up and pulled off her blouse and bra. She was now virtually naked. Well, she's completely naked. Yeah, what else has she got? Oh, her shoes, maybe. (laughs) And her skirt's round her ankles. (laughs) Okay, which classes as an item of clothing. She was a magnificent, well-tanned creature, perfectly honed in every way, and obviously spent all her spare time in the gym. I beg to differ, not perfectly honed in every way. Legs are only semi decent. Yeah. yeah. Also in the gym, otherwise known as the Ritz Spa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice gym. Christina pulled Belinda's skirt down and relieved her of her thong. Relieved her. So did Belinda go, oh, <laughs> thank you. It's been right up me. <laughs> that hasn't been straight for days. <laughs> the two girls played with each other's naked bodies and started kissing. The lift jolted. Oh, oh no, I knew it. Uh, Oh, ho, Christina oh. said. <laughs> oh, is that meant to be a Dutch word? I think he means no. Oh, no, but he spelled... Oh, ho. He said how... It is Amsterdam. Maybe it is oh, oh ho. Oh, ho. <laughs> Christina said, we better get dressed. You ho. Oh, ho, Christina said. Belinda does have hoes in all the area codes. <laughs> she so does. But the thing is, I think it is no, because it's spelled H-O, like Santa Claus would say ho. Oh, ho, 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 right. So, oh, ho, I think he means oh, no. Right. Oh, ho, Christina said, we better get dressed. These lift doors will open up in about one minute. Oh, Christina's done this before. They'll open up much like Belinda's lids. It's like a spy movie. These doors will open in 60 seconds. Put on your clothes. <laughs> I'm going to remove my breast from your ass now. We don't have long. It's like a really dated version of Charlie's Angels, yeah. the original. And there's usually like a red wire and a blue wire and they don't know which one to cut, but in this case it's just the wire of the G-string that she has to position back on the crack of Belinda's ass. Just beads of sweat <laughs> falling from her head like Mission Impossible. The two girls scrambled to put on their clothes. It's a scramble. And had virtually finished just as the lift restarted and the doors opened. Phew. Well, it doesn't restart and open <laughs> because you'd be like midway. You'd be at the floor. Yeah, exactly. They both smoothed back their hair, composed themselves and walked out of the lift as if nothing had happened. I hope that lift doesn't have CCTV. Now safely on the first floor, Christina signed Belinda in and left her to wait for Dr. Robbins in the beautifully decorated visitor's area. I'm really intrigued by Dr. Robbins. I know. What, why is there a doctor in this industry? Yeah, weird. Five minutes later, a middle-aged gent exited from one of the doorways fronting onto the canal. He walked quietly down the corridor towards Belinda. That sounds like he, like, snuck up on her. Beauty, <laughs> beauty. <laughs> He was quite oddly dressed for a Dutchman, as he was covered in Harris tweed with brown brogues on his feet. Covered in it. Not covered. even just wearing lots of items made of it. <laughs> like a covered. A onesie of tweed. <laughs> he looked much more like a Scottish MP than a very successful purchasing <laughs> director. Who 
have a very distinct look. Yes. They just wear tartan all year round. Nicola Sturgeon is always wearing that tweed suit. <laughs> Scottish MP. His face smiled when he saw Belinda. No, His it face didn't. Smiled. His face smiled. He smiled. <laughs> His face contains the mouth which does the smiling. The rubber mask smiled at Belinda. His face smiled when he saw Belinda and gestured for her to follow him. What, his face did? His face gestured, yeah, of course it did. Ms Blumenthal, I presume. (laughs) My God, why does no one know who she She is? She signed in twice. Why does nobody know who she is? Belinda, wear a name tag for God's sake. (laughs) She's already given a business card out. Yes, sir, Belinda replied. And I take it that you are Dr Robbins. Indeed, the very same. He replied, still smiling. (laughs) Peter Rouse has told me a lot about you. Peter Rouse is back. But he did admit I would have to find out myself how you tick. Oh. If you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, she sees. We all all see. (laughs) She's the all-seeing vagina. There's nothing subtle in this book, so we all see. (laughs) Belinda smiled. Yes, Peter did send me a quick itinerary this morning of my time in Amsterdam, and I know I have a full two hours discussing contracts with you. Oh, oh, we're going to have to go through oh, that. Jesus. Right, everyone go put the kettle on. Alice, shall we, shall we go? Can you just do a summary and send it to <laughs> us? And I know I have a full two hours discussing contracts with you. And very boring it will be too. Oh. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> How welcoming. But we do have to do these things, don't we, Belinda? <laughs> Yeah, but we don't have to hear it, Rocky. That's like Rocky's acknowledgement, isn't it? He's like, come on, guys, we know there has to be paperwork done. And very boring it will be too. But we do have to do these things, don't we, Belinda? May I call you that? (laughs) Why does everyone ask that? That's her name. May I call you Belinda? Is it rude to call someone by the first name, (laughs) Miss Levine? It's as as if people are going, you're a dick. Do you mind if I call you that? It's like, yeah, I do. But I don't mind you calling me by my forename. We have to do these things, whoreback. Okay. <laughs> but we do have to do these things, don't we, Belinda? May I call you that? Why, yes, of course. I wouldn't dream of you calling me anything else. Oh, For that is my name. <laughs> Alicia specified. They're not even in the meeting room. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that city jet feel a long time ago? <laughs> Book me a city jet out of this town. I don't want to do this anymore. Why, yes, of course. I wouldn't dream of you calling me anything else. Now, here we are. Please step into my world. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is he fucking Willy Wonka? <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> Robbins opened one of the few doors lining Robbins. the corridor. <laughs> Old Robbins. <laughs> Years of study gone for Robbins. The doctorate's off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just Robbins. Robbins opened one of the few doors lining the corridor and ushered Belinda inside. Belinda gasped. Oh. The office was full of ancient furniture and wall hangings of erotic art. <gasps> ancient furniture? The office was full of ancient furniture and wall hangings of erotic art, but the centrepiece was an extremely large wooden oak desk with a stunning red leather top. Ooh, Ooh, a wood a- gasp. A good desk. Oh. I have a confession here, guys. Uh-oh. Dad did warn me that he was inspired by a purchase that I made a couple of years ago, which was an antique oak wooden desk with a red leather top. That's such a relief. I was thinking something (laughs) in a zinc-lined case. I mean, what have you bought? It wasn't the erotic art, but I'm just saying this has added levels of gross Is this too close to home? A little bit. 
I mean, your dad wrote it, so it's always quite close to home. <laughs> yeah, it's as close as it can get. It literally is from home. It's a lot to take in. It must have been 200 years old and looked well used with many contractual papers strewn across it. Mm, and arses, I imagine. Behind it was one of the original warehouse windows facing the canal. Drink. Who don't cares? Care, don't care. <laughs> Through which streamed glorious sunshine from the strong afternoon sun. Robins waved to a chair at the far side of the room. Cooey! <laughs> yeah, just waved. Hiya! And, and perched himself in front of Belinda on the edge of his desk. Oh, Robins is going to be a class A gross old man, isn't he? Creep, yeah. Now, Robins said, as you know, we have made our first order. At that moment, a previously hidden side door to the office opened and a bespectacled, frumpily dressed, middle-aged, but still somewhat attractive secretary entered the room with an armful of papers. Is this the first unattractive person that we've had in the pots and pans industry? <coughs> Jim Sterling. <coughs> You're right. Ah. Oh, hang on. Sweepstakes on name of character. Oh, okay. Frumpily dressed. Karen. Karen. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Gert. She say, sounds like a classic Gert. Gert's not far off, Jim. <gasps> Brilliant. Ah. Helga. Oh. Oh, God. Thank you. These are the contracts for this morning's meeting, I take it. No, she's just brought you contracts from another bloody meeting. Of no, course Helga's they just are. lost because she's not got great eyesight. <laughs> she's just wandered in. Also, he says this morning's meeting, but they're being bathed in afternoon sun. What is the time? And it's a four o'clock meeting. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Rocky. Oh, Helga. <laughs> Jamenia, Dr. Robbins. Helga put the papers down, nodded at Belinda and went back to what must have been her office area. What? Was that a greeting? So, Jamina. Shall I Google Translate? Yeah, let's Google Translate. Go on, hit me with it. J-A yeah. space M-E-N-E-R Jamina. Interesting. Okay. It means yes, sir. Oh. Yamina. Yamina. Yamina, Dr. Robbins. Or it could be Hindi. Oh, no, we're fine. It, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's fine. It's Dutch. Helga put the papers down, nodded at Belinda, and went back into what must have been her office area. Her hovel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a little hidden door. <laughs> broom cupboard at the side of the room. A priest hole. Back into the area that must have been her burrow. <laughs> back to yourselves, Winner. Robbins then purposely moved to the other side of the desk as if he had decided on something and quickly tidied away the papers strewn across it, placing them beside the pile Helga had left for his attention. I think we all know what he's thinking. Yeah. He coughed. <laughs> oh, maybe we don't. Belinda, this sunlight is unseasonably harsh. Would you like to remove your jacket? You must be feeling hot. Belinda thought for a split second and answered, Yes. And would you mind if I loosened a few of my blouse buttons at the same loosened. time? Loosened, yeah. I'm going to unpick the thread, if you don't mind. <laughs> How do you loosen a button? That's the worst half... thing. A loose button's like the most annoying thing. Yes. And would you mind if I loosened a few of my blouse buttons at the same time? No, not at all. We're all adults here. Oh, he's such he's a creep. He's so creepy, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's horrible. And he laughed in a high-pitched, effeminate way. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, like me. I love the high pitched affair. Yeah, so it's like, no, not at all. We're all adults here. <laughs> I hate Dr. Robin. Dr. Robin sounds like a mad professor. 
<laughs> Maybe he, he is. Looks like the Weetos. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how I picture him. Yeah. yeah. And he laughed in a high-pitched, effeminate way. How unattractive. Very unattractive. <laughs> Belinda took off her jacket and unfastened two buttons at the top of her cream-coloured blouse and two more at the bottom. Leaving none done up <laughs> on the middle. This left only one. Oh, I do beg your pardon. <laughs> which was now being quite unfairly challenged by her ample breasts. Unfair on who? <laughs> why have we personified? On the other buttons. But why? It doesn't have a personality. <laughs> no, it's buttons versus breasts and we know who's going to win. <laughs> this left only one, which was now being quite unfairly challenged by her ample breasts, even though they were being adequately contained by her brassiere. Dr. Robbins sat back in his office chair and appraised the now slightly uncomfortable Belinda. Oh, she's never usually uncomfortable. Yeah. It'll be that laugh. She'll be like, oh, I was up for this until he laughed. <laughs> Stripping's like mother's milk to a normal. <laughs> <laughs> mother's milk. Oh, Lord. Is that how you think of it? What? <laughs> you should speak to someone. I, I mean, we'll talk about it outside of this, but... <laughs> There are warning signs and I'd feel bad if I just didn't say. I actually think I should. Not to Dr. Robbins. I mean, a proper doctor. <laughs> but Dr. Robbins is the family friend. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Oh, it's the family physician, Dr. Robbins. <laughs> it's not Downton. <laughs> he birthed me and my sisters. It's Dr. Robbins. <laughs> Dr. Robbins sat back in his office chair and now appraised the now slightly uncomfortable Belinda. He thought to himself, I very much like what I see. And Peter did ask me to challenge her. I think I'll put her to the complete test. Oh, God. I think Peter's put her to the complete test. What Peter (laughs) did was above and beyond. I think I will put her to the complete test. One I reserve only for our biggest suppliers. And see what happens. Ooh. Robin's coughed again. Oh, clear that up. TB. Yeah, get that scene to. Milk of magnesia. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) We'll stop using old remedies for things. It's a 1930s lift. And an antique room. <laughs> I know. of magnesium. Dr. Robbins coughed again, and this time he asked Belinda to move her chair directly into the strong sunlight. Belinda obliged immediately. She always enjoyed a bit of heat. Oh. <laughs> She'll be sweating like a fat lass, oh, won't she? she? <laughs> Before we discuss the contracts, I would like to offer you a glass of our traditional drink called Geneva. It's basically our gin, but with a very strong juniper berry taste. We should have guessed it was gin. It's her favourite drink. Oh, a Jennifer and tonic. The doctor got up and went to one of the many cabinets lining the walls. He handed Belinda a large glass of the pale white liquid and sat down with his in his chair. Proust, he exclaimed. (laughs) Whoa. I know what that means. That means cheers. And knocked it down in one. This was territory Belinda knew well from her university years, and she followed suit. Where did she go to university? University of left toenail, probably. She can't have a good degree. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Where have you pulled that from? My mum's best friend used to say it. <laughs> About Belinda? It, <laughs> it means she has a shit degree. From a shit university. <laughs> Clearly. Frankly, oh, I picked up on better. that. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Belinda Blumenthal studied cake icing and Morris dancing from the University of left toenail. <laughs> cake icing. Morris dancing. Morris dancing. <laughs> All useful skills. To be frankly. fair, it would actually equip her better than whatever she did study, God knows. Although, to be fair, Dr. Robin sounds mad as a box of frogs. I'm surprised he's got a doctorate. <laughs> I bet he's just written in crayon his certificate on the wall. <laughs> Dr. Robin. Dr. Robin. In blood. <laughs> no! Robin's got up and refilled the glasses. Once again, the procedure was followed. <laughs> Thank God. Now, he said, are you relaxing, Belinda? 
very knowing look. Oh, he's taking a drink. Belinda Bling. Oh! Proust! 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 She smiled. She knew exactly what was coming next, but she very much wanted to tie up the contracts. <sighs> so she decided to make things easier for the very shy doctor. So she was like, Helga! <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Robbins, would you mind very much if I removed my high heels? They've been killing me all day. She's such a little temptress. Belinda, Belinda. <laughs> Rob- <laughs> Robbins, Robbins. Belinda, Belinda, Robbins replied. <laughs> Belinda, Belinda, Robbins replied. <laughs> Belinda, Belinda, Robbins replied. You have no need to ask. Why, you can remove your stockings if you so desire. Belinda smiled and said, You are so, so understanding. <laughs> Understanding. He's so caring. <laughs> Dr. Robbins. Uh, and that's the end of the chapter. Oh, God. <laughs> I think we should issue a public apology for this chapter. There's so much else I could have been doing tonight. Oh, stop it. You've had a great time. I had some washing to do. I should, that would have been way more productive. Honestly, if you'd written about doing the washing, it would have been sexier than what we've just read. <laughs> I think that was a good chapter. I'm going to defend Rocky on that one. I'll I'll give him a point for the breasts on the bum cheeks, but other other than that, yeah. did that really take? How long? That was a long chapter. Doctor Robbins, we've met Helga, we've met Christina. Well, Helga was a bloody waste of space. She just shuffled and shuffled out. Look, guys, you two are all about the sex. I get that, but I think there's like nice subtleties in Rocky's writing. Like, it doesn't all have to be about the sex. We had a little bit of fun. And they had a lot of admin, which frankly is better than reading my dad's pornography. So I'm very much in the camp of chapter two. That is an outrageous accusation. We're not all about the sex. We're about plot. We're about things happening. Yeah, that was a lot of lead up to a whole barrel of nothing, wasn't it? But you don't know what's coming next. No, but that was a whole chapter. Okay, look, look, there's one way to settle this. Let's do a poll on Twitter. Okay, fine. I've just done one. No. (laughs) No one likes it. Everyone says burn it. We're going to do a poll. Worthwhile or a total load of crap? Okay. Christina or Helga? <laughs> well, look, maybe it'll all be redeemed in chapter three. What's the title? Chapter three is called The Dutchman's Leather Desk. Well, we uh. know what's going to happen then. Exactly <laughs> what should have happened in this chapter. Yeah, so maybe you'll get your money's worth there, Alice. A good shagging on that desk is exactly <laughs> what I thought was in order this time. Yeah, we're down a rabbit hole here at My Dad Wrote a Porno. We have no idea what the hell's going on with this book. We need as many eyes and ears on this as possible. <laughs> we really, really do. Please get in touch with us on Twitter at Dad Wrote a Porno. Instagram is My Dad Wrote a. And uh, Facebook, My Dad Wrote a Porno as well. Yes, we're everywhere. So get in the conversation. Oh, and we've got an email for those longer yeah, we queries. Do, don't we? My Dad Wrote a Porno at gmail.com. We love getting emails. <laughs> we do, because they're like nice and big and we get to hear your <laughs> stories and stuff. So yeah, get in touch. Let us know what you're thinking and help us all make some sense of this bloody book. Um, who's going to be operating the computer? <laughs> I'll push the button on the lift. If you guys man the reception desk. (laughs) On the ground floor. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.